You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 71 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members only subscription tier on versusmikehistory.com. It's confusing. Nothing about the world makes sense. Nothing about the world makes sense. I'm on a computer. A computer. And the computer is asking me, 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 a human being, a human being, to confirm whether I'm a robot or a computer. Nothing in this world makes sense. Why am I, why am I answering questions to a computer? Why am I going back and forth with a computer? To verify if I'm a robot or not. I understand it's like, if I'm old enough, intelligent enough, cool. But why do I have to prove that I'm not a robot? Why is that Why is that a thing? Who came, like, who came out with... Smart people be dumb. Smart people really be dumb. Because who came up with that? What genius came up with that? Peace, family. Welcome back to another episode of Versus Mike History. We are back with number 71. And um, yeah, we don't have too much to get into today, but we do have a few topics. Um, I hope everybody is staying safe and secure away from the uh, Delta variant. Social distancing, wearing masks, doing whatever you need to do, taking that shot if you need to. Uh, The vaccine, I mean. And... um, yeah, summer is flying, flying by pretty quickly, you know. The fall will be here anytime soon. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the show. All right, as always, we got to lead with love. And I want to take this time out to give a shout-out to all the black Olympic gold medalists um, that won at the Olympics this year. The uh, Tokyo Olympics are officially over, and a lot of black Americans have left with the gold, as well as um, black people from different Caribbean countries and African countries. And I want to give a shout out to all the gold champion winners, uh, the go- all the gold medalists, excuse me. And yeah, let's go ahead and keep it moving. All right, for this week's Black Spotlight, I wanted to highlight a black girl who started a crayon line to promote skin tone diversity. And I'm getting this from Black Enterprise, so bear with me. A skin color crayon could turn out to be just about any hue since the world is made up of diverse shades of people. That's exactly the point that Bellin Woodard was trying to make to her classmates when they asked for the skin color crayon to be handed to them. But they wanted a peach color crayon since they were white, according to the Washington Post. The spunky kid took issue with a peach-colored crayon being the go-to colors, especially since it didn't match the beautiful brown-skinned girl. So Bellin, along with the support of her mom, started selling a host of products through her art-infused line called More Than Peach. 
Bellin's Crayon Company has blossomed into a mission that has the young activists hosting a series of events which fueled a conversation around equity and diversity. More Than a Peach, oh, More Than Peach was created in spring 2019 by then eight-year-old Bellin to get multicultural crayons in the hands of every student in every classroom, according to information that was provided on Bellin's website. Um, and I'll read the last part here, actually. Today, Bellin sells More Than Peach product line, which was founded by the world's first crayon activists. Items such as crayons, colored pencils, sketchbooks, and more are included. So shout out to this young black woman who started a crayon line who, that has now expanded into colored pencils and sketchbooks that is promoting diversity and equity in our community and is exposing the fact that, you know, when it comes to picking colors that reflect our skin tones, they aren't what, you know, the general public, meaning the white masses, they aren't the same colors that they use. So shout out to her, shout out to More Than Peach, and, you know, go cop that product. Okay, so I want to go ahead and get started with our topics by leading with Haiti, because Haiti was uh, recently hit with a a really bad um, earthquake. And I'm getting this from Blavity, so bear with me. A 7.2 magnitude earthquake in Haiti has killed at least 700 people on Saturday and injured dozens of other residents, the New York Times reported. The number of reported casualties rapidly increased throughout the weekend as search and rescue personnel continue to assess the catastrophe that has unfolded about 7.5 miles northeast of St. Louis du Sud. Significant damages to homes, roads, and infrastructure has also been reported while doctors are being overwhelmed with patients. There are a lot of people coming in, a lot of people. An administrator at the hospital of St. Antoine told CNN, we don't have enough supplies. A pair of 5.2 and 5.1 magnitude aftershocks also struck the country later in the morning. CNN meteorologist Haley Haley Brink said Haiti can expect uh, tropical storm force winds and heavy rain that could lead to flash flooding early next week. There is also a possibility of heavy rain leading to flooding and mudslides. So this is all pretty bad news. You know, um, I really don't like reporting on uh, negative things, but, you know, people do need to be in the know of certain things that are going on in the world. And this is one of the things that I knew or that we knew as a society um, that would occur Um, as a byproduct of, you know, not taking care of our planet uh, with pollution and all of these other things. You know, uh, of course, earthquakes are unavoidable, but, you know, all these other things that are kind of uh, adding on top of those things, uh, adding on top of that event are making it hard for any type of refuge and any type of, you know, positivity to come from this situation because if it if Haiti keeps getting hit with all of these tropical uh, storms and uh, disasters then how will we ever send people in to help and how will we ever help them help themselves you know so I just wanted to start off with that but um I'm gonna go ahead and get into some other topics Okay, moving on to some different news. I have here that power creator Courtney A. Kemp inks huge overall deal at Netflix moving from Lionsgate. And I'm getting this from Shadow and Act, so bear with me. Power move, Shadow and Act. Shadow and Act has learned that Courtney A. Kemp 
most known as the creator of the Power Universe, has inked a multi-year overall deal with Netflix. At the streaming giant, she'll develop a new series and other projects at Netflix. She will write and executive produce all projects through end of episode banner. She moves from Nef- she moves to Netflix from Lionsgate, the owner of Stars, where she re-inked her initial overall deal back in 2018. Netflix states that the move will be will enable the company to expand its creative footprint with an eye towards a global reach, while also continuing to focus on create creating stories about. Um, and from women uh, by POC and LGBTQ voices. End of episode, President Chris Salak will join in the move to Netflix, continuing in her role and leading the company alongside Kemp. That's all I'll say. Um, So congratulations to Courtney A. Kemp, who is making a power move, no pun intended. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm really excited to see what kind of um, content she creates over at Netflix. If she leans toward more towards uh, power esque content, or if she, you know, has her eye on um, a different field of the type of stories that she wants to tell, maybe more woman focused is um, the idea that I'm thinking. But you know, who knows? I'm really excited overall for this news, though, and uh, we'll go ahead and move on. I came across an interesting story about Kennesaw State creating a program to uh, create more black teachers. And I'm getting this from uh, Black Enterprise, so bear with me. The inaugural Call Me Mr. program at Kennesaw State University kicked off to increase the number of black male teachers in American classrooms. Cameron Barron is a senior within the school's program, dubbed Mentors Instructing Students Towards Effective Role Models. 11 Alive reports, he comes from a legacy of black educators, which inspires inspired his induction into the program. Barron recalled, have letting, Barron recalled having little to no black teachers while growing up and how long it took him to experience being educated by a black male. I really haven't had male figures or an African-American figure coming through school, Barron explained to his fellow cohorts. Dr. Glenn was my first African-American male teacher I've had in like 18 years of school. Dr. Christian Glenn, associate professor of Anne Called Me Glenn, program director address the disparities plaguing many black students because of the lack of black educators, particularly among males. This unfortunate reality is males is male. The unfortunate reality is males of color only constitute 2% of the teaching population. Glenn said representation matters. Simply put, very few males have actually been taught by someone that looks like them. Um, I think this is wonderful news, which is why I brought it to the podcast and is wonderful that this university has created this program for um, black males, because I feel like the idea of becoming an educator isn't even introduced to black men, um, which is something that should definitely change. I feel that, well, I hope that this program goes extremely well, and I hope that it inspires other universities to adopt a similar program, um, you know, because like the professor said, representation matters. And having only 2% of a population uh, represent teachers in an entire nation, especially a country like America, is kind of crazy. Nonetheless, I think this is wonderful news, and we can go ahead and move forward.
Okay, so for some more interesting news, a black woman wins a national winery contest and gets paid to sip wine while living rent-free. And I'm getting this from Black Enterprise also, so bear with me. Getting paid to sip wine is the newest gig for this black woman who won a national wine campaign. But that's not all. Uh, that's not all. That's not all that's great about her new job. As a contest winner, she'll also be living rent-free while learning about the best in the wine business. Lindsay Perry, 28, of Austin, Texas, will be moving to Sonoma, Cali- Sonoma County, California, as one of two national winners for the Murphy Good Wineries A Really Good Job campaign search. As compensation, as compensation for her time at the winery, she'll receive a $10,000 per month salary, free rent for a year, and 30 cases of Murphy Good to take home. Working for Murphy Good Winery will present a unique challenge and represent a big pivot in my life. I'll be jumping into the wine industry in the best way possible, Perry said, according to Wine Industry Advisor. While at, while at Murray, uh, Murphy Good, Perry will have both feet in the winery's operations, according to Yahoo News. Her job description includes learning the growing, dynamic world of e-commerce and working with a team of drive aware, uh, working with a team to drive awareness and build demand for the wine company. This pretty much sounds like a dream job. I wanted to tell you guys about it because it's almost too good to hear. Um, more than, more so than getting paid to sip wine, uh, and more so, and I guess I don't know more so than anything, but more so than getting paid to sip wine, this woman is living rent free and gets paid ten thousand dollars a month. So with the $10,000 she's receiving, she doesn't have to worry about rent and she doesn't have to worry about buying wine. I see it as a win-win dream job, like I said. And in the meantime, she's just growing and developing the business and the operations and of the wine company that's paying her to do it. So, you know, it's all exciting news and um, it's really good to hear. And uh, that's where I ended. Okay, let's go ahead and get into some new music. I kind of want to start this segment off by talking about King's Disease 2 because I took the time out to listen to it since we recorded since I recorded last week's episode and um man it's it's really crazy how good Nas has become in this stage in his career. Um I'm starting to become I don't want to say a bigger fan but like I just hold him in such a high regard and I feel like most people generally do. Um, especially at this point in his career, rather than um looking at him as a legend from earlier in his career, if that makes any sense. This album is so good. Him and Hit Boy just have some this chemistry going that is impeccable and is undeniable to the ear. Uh the features on this album are properly paced and the Lauren Hill verse on the record that she's on is incredible man like it's it's a complete gift to us um and yeah you know I just wanted to start there because I feel like I didn't give that album as just due uh when it first initially dropped but we can go ahead and get into everything that came out recently um, so I have here that K Camp dropped a new album called Float. I didn't get to hear that yet. I didn't get to hear a lot of new music, but I did hear some. 
Uh, the new K camp is called Float. I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, I'm working on a playlist that I have a song from this album featured on. Boldy James and the Alchemist, they released Bo Jackson. This album is fire. When I tell you fire, fire. It will definitely be a sound selection very soon. Not this week, but soon. Um, Alchemist just, I don't know, man. Something about that white man that just, he knows how to hip hop and skip around a beat. It's just good, man. It's just good. Uh, will he ever fall off? I don't know, but whatever. Lucky Day and Van Jess, they got a single out called Slow Down. 21 Savage, Rich Brian, and Warren Hugh have a song called Lazy Susan. Is anybody else on the on on song? Excuse me. Uh, Masi Way, I, I believe is the name. They have a song called Lazy Susan. Run It. DJ Snake, Rich Ro- Rick Ross, and Rich Brian. Uh, Wale, featuring Yella Beezy and Maxo Cream, called Down South. Sean Paul and um, Ty Dolla Sign have a record out called Only Fans with a Z. Lizzo and Cardi B have a huge record out called Rumors. Go ahead and check that out. And um, let me see if I can see anything else. Cass Page and Strict. Have a song out called Bad Girl and Ali Chopper. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. I know I'm missing something. Oh, yeah. Fat Joe and DJ Drama, they decided to team up for a Gangsta Grills. So apparently, Gangsta Grills, excuse me, Gangsta Grills is just back and popping again. Fat Joe, DJ Drama, and Cool and Dre, they all get together for a project called What Would Big Do 2021. And, uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. That's all I got for uh, music. All right, so for TV, um, I know that there is a Malice in the Palace documentary on Netflix currently that I have not gotten to check out yet. Um, And I haven't been watching Rick and Morty. Got to catch up on that. And there's also a film starring John David Washington on Netflix called Beckett. Um. But I have, I was able to catch the first episode of Marvel's What If, and I did see the um, most, I saw the first, second, and most of the third episode of the first three episodes of the third season of Titans. That was a mouthful. Sorry, guys. Uh, Yeah. So I'll start with uh, What If. So Marvel's What If is an anthology animated series from Marvel Studios, and it basically chronicles uh, a quote-unquote multiverse of stories about different outcomes of different variants of the stories we've received. So what if Captain, what if Agent Carter became Captain America or what if T'Challa was Star-Lord or something like that? Uh, the first episode uh, followed what if Agent Carter became Captain America and it was pretty great. I'm not going to lie. The animation was definitely a uh, a major standout to um to uh, make the the story pop and you know the story was actually very entertaining in terms of uh having Steve Rogers end up in a a Tony Stark, well uh a Howard Stark suit of armor and how they how 
Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter teamed up on missions um, and was sort of like a retelling of the first Avengers. And, uh, you know, it ends how it ends. I don't want to spoil it. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm I'm really interested to see the uh, next few episodes of this series and how they may or may not tie into each other because, you know, Marvel's keeping it real uh, under key or low key rather uh, as to whether these uh, episodes will tie into one another. But it was reported that um, T'Challa would be returning for four episodes during this season of What If. So hopefully they tie in together somehow. Uh, in terms of Titan season three, this is a show that I have a love hate relationship with. Uh, I saw the first season and I didn't see the second season. Um, I do know that, you know, a lot of distribution and, uh, other stuff got into the way of the quality of the show in the first season being that it was on a different app, DC universe that was acquired by, uh, Warner max essentially. And then, uh, we got the second season of, Titans and it was a step up from the first even though I didn't give it a chance I saw highlights and things of the nature and you know it was pretty cool and now we have the third season that I'm choosing to watch um, now that it's out and you know this show has moved in the right direction in terms of uh, what it should be but in terms of on the other end there are a lot of mistakes that they can't really come back from, and it's kind of disappointing. Another aspect of it that bothers me is that they tend to focus on certain aspects of uh, comic lore that aren't really interesting. You know, there's a lot of direction that they could be taking with these characters, and they just choose to kind of sideline them like Superboy. Um, They don't do a lot with his character at all this season or with the and within these first three episodes, rather. He gets a lot of shine. Uh, he gets more shine in the third episode of this season, but, um, yeah, so far, not, not too much. Uh, and, yeah, I think that in terms of the quality and the writing and stuff like that, the writing isn't so terrible, and the storyline is actually pretty good. They're adopting the Red Hood uh, storyline this season, and they're not doing a terrible job at it. It's just that... Um, the pacing is kind of all over the place. It is. And, you know, it would be better if they had better writers. They obviously have a bigger budget, which is always awesome. But um, some things uh, you just can't cure with more money. And, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I have. I would check out Marvel's What If, and I would check out Titans as well if you've been following uh, following along. If not, then, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the episode for this week. So, as always, send topics, questions, and music and movie suggestions. Um, follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History and on Instagram, the fan base app, and TikTok at Versus Mike History. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at Last Name History. Subscribe to the website for exclusive interviews i have a lot in the tuck you guys will really enjoy them 
members only. It's only $5 a month. Please support the platform. It will help me make bigger and better productions within the brand and also, you know, help me get out of this monotonous job cycle that I'm living in with everybody else in this, in this reality. And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into our sound selection. So our sound selection for this week is nothing other than Nas and I have the song Nobody, and it features Miss Lauren Hill. So peace, black people, and enjoy yourselves. One city, one country, one state. Some place to be nobody. Some place to be Some place you wouldn't know probably Yeah Yeah If Chappelle moved to Ghana to find his peace in a rolling Where the service always roaming I'm packing my bags and going It's a challenging act It's a balancing act Visit beautiful places There's more out here than the trap Houses in Long Island, they always found him House in the South, a nigga barely got out Sunny L.A., remember calls with Dr. Dre He told me, don't let the palm trees fool you, nigga, be safe Me and my higher self, we often would speak Somehow we lost a connection, might meet a Joshua Tree And it's been bothering me Too many wavy women, gotta log out of IG Can't be my A's DMing, no kidding It's hard to move like a civilian I write the truth cause I live it Not like you musical niggas, we did it big and they biggest They'd rather shoot than write tickets What it feel like to go get it, what it feel like to go miss it In one city, one country, one state Some place to be nobody Some place to be Some place you wouldn't know probably Some place to be nobody Bought a plane, said let's go to Paris That's where baguettes are from French bread that's long and narrow I like the other definition, rectangular carrots The concept of the song is rather esoteric This girl said in Grenada we should go get married Broke the meaning down of the Virgin Mary And you got your own place My favorite part of the night when you text me that you made it home safe I'm contemplating at the home base How I'm used to breakfast in the ghetto sipping OJ That's a picture right there, a moment in time Before anybody wanted a photo of mine Before the internet energy and social decline Destroyed the vibe, fooling us with the headlines Keeping us blind Vultures eat you alive Take heed to the signs Wishing I find One city, one country, one state Some place to be nobody Some place to be Some place you wouldn't know probably Some place to be nobody All my time is spent focused on my freedom now Why would I join them when I know that I could beat them now? They put their words on me and they can eat them now That's probably why they keep on telling me I'm needed now They tried to box me out while taking what they want from me I spent too many years living too uncomfortably 
making room for people who didn't like the labor but wanted the spoils greedy selfish behavior now let me give it to you balanced and with clarity i don't need to turn myself into a parody i don't i don't do the shit you do for popularity they clearly didn't understand when i said i get out apparently my awareness like keanu in the matrix i'm saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness now it's illegal for someone to walk in greatness they want the same they want the same but they don't take risks now the world will get to see its own reflection and the anointed can pursue their own direction and if you're wrong and you're too proud to hear correction walk into the hole you dug yourself fuck a projection see me in my freedom taking all my land back they said a lot against me thinking i just stand back i got my legs beneath me i got my hands back a lot of people sabotage they couldn't stand that i turned the other cheek i took blow after blow there's so much crisis in the world because you reap what you sow when you keep what you know is meant for someone else did you dig for them you might just end up in yourself i'm in the secret place i keep a sacred space they keep showing their hands but keep hiding their face if i'm a messenger you block me then you block the message so aggressive the world you made is what you're left with pride and ego over love and truth is fuck, fuck reckless y'all niggas got a death wish the stupid leaves me breathless some place to be yeah, ain't ducking nothing. Just might have to build my own city where y'all need a real nigga passport to enter. Miss Hill, we ain't going nowhere. They gonna have to deal with us. Make them uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah.